Hey guys, Mubarak Shah, CPA, MNA CPA here, and today I want to talk about private equity deal sourcing. All right, what strategies work in 2023, and what does it even mean to be able to find a great company? All right, that is the goal of any private equity firm, of independent sponsors, searchers, and essentially, you know, you probably hear this term thrown out a lot, but they're all looking for the proprietary deal. Right. And that's kind of like the secret private, you know, methodology where they have a hidden deal. And, and basically, you know, the proprietary deal just means something that's not like publicly known. So meaning it lets a specific buyer have a first chance to purchase a company before the company is presented to other buyers. Right. So that's what kind of the goal is and why sometimes certain people are in the search world or you know, certain kind of buyers don't want to go and talk with brokers is because when by the time it goes to a broker, unless you have like a special relationship with certain brokers, which is often the goal, you know, you can sometimes get like what's called a pocket listing, meaning before, you know, the the investment banker or the business broker, they literally just had a conversation with the guy who just decided today that he was going to sell the company. And before they even make the listing, like you want to be that guy or girl that they call to tell them about the certain business opportunity. So the reason for this is because then, <clears throat> you know, on the flip side, when I'm trying to advise sellers on what they should do, I always tell them that, you know, the goal is to never have only one buyer, right? A lot of the times, sellers end up selling for a lot less than they're worth because they're only talking to one potential buyer, right? A lot of times they haven't even been thinking about selling, but they get the offer to from a, a searcher, from a private equity person, from a business development team, um, at, like, you know, outsourced or, you know, they call them nowadays deal origination teams, which are basically like these outsourced sales teams that private equity shops have. Um, and they just are essentially the people who do the cold calling, who come up with some sort of organized deal origination strategy, whether it's emailing, cold calling, relationship management, you know, things things of, of that nature, usually having relationships with certain like uh, bankers or things of that nature. So that way they, they kind of get to know and have uh, an understanding of what's coming to market, for example. And so <clears throat> nowadays in 2023, we're seeing that there's a lot of active middle market private equity funds. I think there's almost somewhere between 12,000 plus. And so the pressure on buyers to maximize their efforts to source deals is as high as ever. All right. So, you know, a proprietary deal can always be defined in several different ways, right? You have either an acquisition opportunity that's never been seen by another buyer or, you know, proprietary deals are most commonly acquisition opportunities that are not represented by like a middleman, right? So they're, you're going direct to the owner, to the seller, rather than to going through a business broker or M&A advisor, things of that nature. And so, you know, how do we actually do that? All right. So let, let's talk about like the different platforms, technologies, methodologies, and, and what the current landscape of deal sourcing looks like. All right. So a new option that's pretty prevalent in the industry is like a fee for service deal sourcing. And so this is coming up more and more. There's sometimes, there comes sometimes referred to as deal scouts or, you know, they're, up and coming, they're kind of small, essentially outsourced business development groups and their services, they'll do direct outreach on behalf of like you if you're a buyer or you're a um, searcher and they're going to generate conversations with potential sellers, right? So it's going to look and feel as if it's being conducted by the buyer themselves 
And really the great thing is just is that like they kind of do the work for you. So there's one company, for example, called like Cap Target, uh, which is considered, I guess, an early mover in the deal sourcing. So like when you go to their websites, captarget.com, you know, it's more deals, less fees, the industry leader in quality deal sourcing. And so what they what's referred to as is origination services. And so it says like they help private equity and similar buyers source both on and off market acquisition opportunities for a low fixed monthly costs. Our model eliminates the needs for buyer to for need for buyers to pay finders fees, drastically reducing the total cost of getting deals done. All right, so Cap Target, you know, they have they're basically, you know, a successful group with that takes care of the outreach for you. And essentially, that is kind of one of the methodologies that is kind of getting more and more popular nowadays because that lets you reduce the cost of closing a transaction um, and it replaces the need to hire internal origination professionals. And so that is kind of what is becoming, you know, that's the kind of the next one that you eventually will have to do, right? If you're a searcher, you will want to kind of curate a private equity deal analyst team or have an internal team, even if it's as basic as just having a bunch of interns that help you, you know, create lists, outreach, connect with the brokers, connect with the sellers, connect with the owners. Um, many buyers in private equity, they will eventually choose to build sourcing capabilities internally, unless they have like a great relationship with the fee-for-service deal sourcing. They usually, you know, while it often ends up being the most expensive up front, it gives you the most control over the process and true ownership of all lead flow. All right, so internal teams are often comprised of like, you have like the lead business development professional, uh, they usually have an analyst or a junior, um, and they're basically using a mix of subscription-based tools, softwares, databases. They go through and they develop prospect lists and then manage outreach by phone or email. And they kind of run almost what looks like a sales process, but essentially, you know, you're reaching out, a lot of cold calling, a lot of cold outreach. You're trying to qualify the person of whether or not they actually want to sell their business. And then they're given to kind of the business development lead who often engages on the in-person meetings, management calls, and kind of makes that run through the process. So, you know, nowadays there's a lot of amazing software out there to be able to create these types of lists and a lot of amazing data sets. So, for example, you know, coresignal.com has a very interesting, you know, it's a fresh alternative data from public web sources. It really helps enhance investment analyses. Um, that's a good one. You got Zoom Info. They have some great lists and abilities to kind of sort by industry. Um, there's a few other ones out there. There's also Source Scrub, for example, um, that essentially has to do with it, it's a, it's pretty much one of the leading deal sourcing platforms for deal makers who want to be able to kind of systematize the whole process. So like it has the private company data, tunable search, it has a list sources, tracking notifications, and really just helps your team win more on deals because you're able to get the profiles, the market research, the list and resources, you know, so you basically get the A to Z there. And so then it's about the proper implementation and utilization of, okay, tracking deals, doing the outreach. It, it's basically a sales playbook, right? And so you want to make sure that you have that system organized. Um, 
Then, of course, you know, the most oldest and most common sourcing solution, which is still going on today, is actually hiring M&A intermediaries. So like business brokers, M&A advisors, uh, investment bankers to source deals on your behalf. Right. So the, these intermediaries kind of or middlemen often work for a small monthly retainer. You couple it with like a finder or success fee that's paid at the close of the transaction, you know, ranging anywhere from one to up to you know five plus percent of the total transaction. Uh, depending on the deal size, depending on the, you know, the contract or the relationship built. And so, you know, usually when you hire or these or you kind of work with a broker, you want to have a fairly specific search mandate. So you can kind of focus on a certain industry, you know, for, for business brokers or for businesses less than a million, you don't need to have as much complexity or specificity to be kind of an understand or to be able to kind of properly represent those businesses. But as sellers end up having higher revenues, higher EBITDA, and want to sell for a higher purchase price, they're going to want to go to a seller or a broker that ends up having you know a better specific niche of being able to advertise their deals to kind of buyers who are highly verticalized or focus on regional opportunities and things of that nature. So that's the other methodology. And then finally, you have kind of specific deal platforms, like some of the ones I mentioned before, um, and then there's also like interlinks, deal nexus, for example, you know, these kind of are intermediary marketplaces almost where they connect buyers with intermediaries and the companies they represent. So they'll house deals posted by M&A intermediaries. Um, you know, you have some of those on kind of more of a general basis, like BizQuest, BizBuySell, things of that nature. But deal nexus is uh, sometimes used by... Um, brokers for example to be able to have better listings and kind of showcase and identify better potential buyers faster um, and essentially kind of helps you automate certain processes so for example you know the typical private equity deal flow right has to go with you start off with the sourcing and the teasers right then you go into the NDA then the initial due diligence starts then there's the investment proposal then the first round of non-bidding which is like when the LOI comes in. Um, and so there's so many steps. And so certain platforms like Interlinks, DealNexus, you know, they allow for automation to be built around these teasers, NDA, SIMs, um, and allowing automation similar to how like certain CRMs like HubSpot, for example, tracks all your actions and eliminates kind of manual tracking. Because really, once you get bigger, you know, right now, or hopefully not, but if you're working in Excel um, to like, keep track of your deal sourcing it's not the best way to do it you know and and obviously that was a traditional way and people say hey you know if it's not broke don't fix it but unfortunately you know studies and, and research shows that those who have the proper data and the proper softwares they end up having a higher strategic advantage against those that don't right so again at the end of the day it's all there, there's hard work there's effort there's action there's activity you know, if you have a, a company that has 100 salespeople that are calling through Excel and just calling lists, like still going to do better than a company with only three people and they're using the right software. But it gives you the right edge to be able to professionally and truly understand the market. And, you know, there's a variety of different kind of methodologies that these either deal origination teams, at the end of the day, someone has to do it, right? Either you're doing it in-house you're hiring a third party, um, you're using a broker intermediary, 
you're using a certain deal technology platform, right? Deal origination has to do with basically initially, you know, figuring out the criteria for your acquisition target or having a broad understanding of, okay, this is the type of company I want to buy. This is the industry. This is the revenue, things like that. And then you put together a buyer list, right? So when you're putting together the buyer list, again, I mentioned some resources before, but then you also have some great ones like Capital IQ, Axial, PitchBook, and essentially that is where you are going to look to get the right information on private companies and understanding the space because you want to be able to kind of get that edge. And then when you have your interns or your business development team, you really want to understand further about the industry. And so building new relationships in and around the industry and tracking those relationships ends up becoming almost like the central responsibility of deal origination teams. So the only problem is that today there's just a ton more groups to know and it's continuously growing like in or in addition to all the new groups origination teams have to keep track of there's also more technology platforms uh, like think about like axial for example that deal origination teams are then using as kind of like a way to help them further grow their business so ultimately to find the right deal flow right just like in a lot of things in life, relationships mean everything. And that's why meeting as many of the right sources as possible is super important because ultimately to win, you need to be the first private equity firm or searcher or buyer or investor that any referral source thinks of when they're advising a company for sale. So again, you might want to reach out. I have a lot of relationships as a CPA with private equity and vice versa, wealth management advisors, lawyers in the deal space, in the M&A space, um, you know, those channels are the sources that business owners often trust and talk to when they're like initially considering a sale, right? So like before they even, because you, as a business owner, you already have your accountant, you already have your lawyer, um, or especially as you grow. And so, you know, you're not going to go into an M&A advisor until later. And you know that they're going to have to deal with your lawyer, with your accountant. So a lot of the times, you have that initial conversation with your accountant and your lawyer. And if you have, if you as the buyer have that relationship with that seller's lawyer or accountant, then you will be able to get the referral because you'll they'll be thinking of you, right? You, you want the referral sources. You want the target company to know you. And that's really what kind of allows for deal sourcing to occur. Now, the best practices, of course, as I mentioned before, have to do with it's just you need volume definitely matters like yes you need to use technology you need to use private equity deal sourcing platforms like source scrub you need to do the research but <clears throat> mapping markets you know scoring companies it's it's really time consuming ultimately because there's <clears throat> levels of it that have to be done manually because even though yes you have to streamline the processes to through tools like crms you know that helps you get half the way done. So you need to make sure you have the proper fully integrated tech stack. So that way the tools that you're using are able to seamlessly, you know, pass information back and forth. So you have a further kind of um, strength or approach to your, your data, because now you only, you have to kind of do market mapping, which really helps you to understand like the landscape of an industry, you know, justified investment, understand the growth potential in that market 
and really narrow your focus to specific targets. So, you know, when you're doing that se sector specific strategy, you're empowering your team and your kind of buyer or your kind of board to develop deep domain knowledge and expertise before pursuing a company. And that's ultimately what's going to set you apart from other deal makers in today's, you know, very highly competitive market. So that's hopefully how you're going to do private equity deal sourcing. I mentioned some resources, which I'm going to put in the description below, but hopefully that helps. Uh, I do want to talk about more specifics about different parts of it, like more about data enrichment and the CRM and the, you know what has worked and hasn't worked. So if you guys like this, please subscribe, leave me a review. And as always, you can reach out to me uh, and I'll put my email in the description below or you can text me 516-417-4941. Hope to hear from you guys soon. Take care.